it's been a decent fight. That's what the Showtime commentary said. After the um, Jake Paul Anderson Silver fight, there were, after the quite wide margins for the cards in Jake Paul's favour, some boos and indifference, it seemed to me. Maybe I was hearing that wrong. Lee. But what have we learned about Jake Paul and his wish to become a proper, in inverted commas, fighter about this fight? Very little. Basically, the fight was needed because of the issues with his last two fights, particularly the Rackman Jr. fight. I mean, he was looking a little tarnished, was Paul, and not entirely his fault, but really, at some point, you're going to have to step up two boxers. And Anderson Silva is a former UFC champion, and a blooming good one at that, but he's 47 years old, and he hasn't had that many fights in the boxing ring. So what did we learn here? We learned that Silva is a good fighter. I gave the, the fight, if you if you don't count the knockdown, and let's talk about that in a minute, I gave the fight to Silva. I, I may have been watching a different fight to other people or the judges, but I gave it to Silva. I thought Paul looked perky, but I thought Silva, after the, after the first round, in which Paul had a, that kind of pawing range finder jab, which I dislike, I dislike it when fighters do that. Tried to flick that jab out later on. Silver didn't have much much head movement. It was a tight round. Paul was trying very hard. There was very little from Anderson Silver. But then, second round, and this was an eight-rounder, Anderson's got some more movement and a little bit more head movement. Wants to attack a bit more. Gets through. This is this is the issue here. Anderson Silver, I'm sure, was not thought to be too much of a threat. The man has 47 years on him and hasn't got that many fights and hasn't got a great record either and um, he was getting through now for, for Jake Paul's team you've got to look at that and ask why he holds his hands low he's got to be careful he tends to be too energetic he tends to be moving in and leaning in and that hanging your chin out there is not a good move when you're a boxer is it there are a left hand landed in that second round from Silver. Paul, with the overhand right, he, I mean, he threw that all through the eight rounds and generally it landed. Now, you know, there's by, by the third round, Silver seemed to be dictating the pace a bit. He seemed to be pushing um, Paul around a little while. Not literally, but his movement was in that way. And then, you know, he was... Paul was still landing, but Silver didn't look like he was too frightened of that he got some combos in in the fifth round he dug in got some shots in I thought he looked rather good I thought he looked like he was putting his combos together and I think there was quite a lot of commentary quite a lot of chat about Paul and not too many about Silver now Paul to be fair big Silver up afterwards and said you know he bought out a good he bought a good fight out of me and the thing you can say about this match is that it was a good boxing fight not a great boxing fight but a bit more than decent, I would say. And that's, I think, because Silver came to fight. In the seventh, at the early... Well, actually, after they'd traded a little in the sixth, which looked good because they were trading tough punches. And to be fair to Jake Paul again, he was in that sort of half-crouch stance, really ready to let his hands go. And that's good to see. And the openness of the boxing here is what people want to see, isn't it? Is it proper boxing? Probably not. But what's proper boxing? There are lots of reasons why people box. Money, titles, 
they have to fight because they never have before. Fighting because of their dads in the recent Conor Ben and Chris Eubank Jr. fight idea. There's lots of reasons why people fight and there are lots of different kinds of fights. And this one, I think, it, because sometimes the defences are not fantastic, it seems more open. So you're probably going to get a knockdown. And in the seventh after not engaging, there was a nice, not engaging much at the beginning, there was a nice um, Jake Paul left and right hook combination, which got through. And I suspect at that point he thought, actually, I might be able to do this. And there was a knockdown in the eighth. It was a bit odd, to be honest. It was probably the most meaty shot, or the only meaty shot, perhaps, that Jake Paul had thrown. And it was weird. It was a it was a sort of backhand left. It, it was it was a cuffing shot. It was in close, uh, and it caught Silver flush on the jaw. But it was it kind of turned his hand round. It was weird to get, and it was it wasn't a sort of a, a over and out knockdown. It just knocked him off his feet and he got straight up there and went back to work. It was a good fight. And mainly because of Silver. Jake Paul didn't delight me here. I didn't think at any point he's going to become a proper boxer and challenge for a world title. I didn't think that at all. He's miles away from that on this showing. Maybe he wasn't up for it because it was a replacement of a replacement fight. But Silver didn't make him look ordinary, but he made him look hittable. And that's got to be worrying going forward. Ta-ta.